Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Startup to Scale Up. I'm Avni Raja. On today's episode, we're putting the spotlight on GameZop. Take a look. GameZop, a platform created by two brothers who wanted to simplify mobile gaming. Now, this casual gaming startup is making waves in the online gaming space. What makes it different is its plug-and-play platform, which integrates with non-gaming websites. This has resulted in GameZop's games being embedded in more than 7,000 websites and apps and has translated to 45 million users per month. And to talk more about the company, joining me is the co-founder, Gaurav Agarwal. Gaurav, thank you so much for taking the time out and welcome to the show. Let me start off by asking you, you know, from the beginning, what is it that sparked this idea of GameZop? I'd be happy to talk to you uh, about that, Avni. First of all, thank you so much for uh, for thinking of us, for your esteemed show. Um, we started GameZop in 2016, 2017. And uh, quite frankly, the credit for the idea and the early days of GameZop must go to my younger brother, uh, who happens to be uh, the co-founder at GameZop along with me. Uh, he was still in college. And one of the things that he felt very strongly about was the fact that um, casual gaming is very frictional. In order to play a game on your mobile phone, you have to go and download an app. And uh, sometimes when you are running out of space on your phone, you have to go and delete uh, some of the apps that you may be enjoying. More often than not, these are gaming apps because they are still optional. You'd still need to keep utility apps, but gaming apps need to be deleted. So he felt that the entire process of finding casual games, downloading casual games, and then uninstalling casual games was very frictional. And that's when he also realized that uh, when you when you look back at the 2005-2006 era, this is before YouTube became what YouTube is today, all of us were downloading files to play videos. Mm -hmm. We would download a video file and you'd play it on a media player like a VLC or a real media player or a Windows media. What he felt was that just like watching videos has become so seamless, you tap and the video starts right there. So should the process be with games. If you want to play a game, you should be able to tap on the game and the game should start right there. On your mobile phone. Right. That's when we thought of multiple things um, with regard to how games should be. And we realized that in order to make games free of friction, you should be able to play games within other apps or websites. Just like today, you can play a video within a app or a website and a single application or website can host multiple videos. Similarly, we thought that our game should be such that you could freely play them inside your favorite app or website. Thus, the idea of GameZop was born. Right. So help us understand a little bit more, you know, how this platform really works. Uh, Does this mean that I can simply go, uh, you know, onto the platform and just play whichever game uh, without downloading anything? Of course, that's the easiest way of doing anything. But we wanted to go one step further. So GameZop is not a B2C product. For example... The GameZop platform, as we so have it, is actually a game center that can power gaming within any third-party application or website, including yours. Now, there are hundreds of applications around the world that have a good user base. 
a lot of them are looking to retain their users better a lot of them are looking to make more revenue of their users yes. games on is essentially a plug and play game center that any news website any ott application any utility product could simply inject in a plug and play format in 30 minutes and within their product suddenly there's a gaming section now with which their users can engage let me break it down even further for you now if you take the case of a news website there yeah. are several sections there right you'll have a section for entertainment you'll have a section for political news you may have a section for sports news think of the exact same format just that there's a new section now for games okay and when the users of that application or that website click on the games button the games of platform opens within that application or website just that clicking on the games tab there within an app or a website could launch games of inside a third party application thereby giving their users more content to uh, to 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 browse got it so is this uh, you know a one of a kind sort of model i mean uh, in terms of their comp- competition in this particular space so what is the key differentiating factor it is definitely a unique model it is rarer for a gaming company to be b2b to c like we are versus being b2c yeah. most gaming companies are b2c companies right they make a game and then they want to acquire users for it yeah what we do is slightly different we first of all games of doesn't make any games so that's another thing that differentiates us we license games from qualified third party developers around the world curate these games and put them on our platform our game center and then this game center can essentially be a plug and play gaming product that any app or website can use so frankly speaking in terms of our competition any gaming product out there whether it's b2c or b2b is our competition right because the users choosing to play games on games up they could also just simply launch a game on their phone so as far as our competition is concerned we compete with gaming companies worldwide and i'm sure i don't need to tell you how many gaming companies are there worldwide even i don't know i think the count is enormous uh, so it's a, it's a growing industry we see lots of competition but yeah, you are right in saying so that uh, in terms of making a b2b model out of it probably there aren't many others who are doing it right so then what is the revenue streams like and is that something that has the potential to sort of you know diversify into further different kinds of revenue streams absolutely and i'm so glad you asked me this question because it flows exactly from uh, where we ended the 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 subject of the last question so let me quickly recap we have a game center that goes inside other products right now yes. how we make money is by serving brand campaigns in the midst of gameplay i'll give you an example let's assume you are playing a game like fruit ninja or a fruit ninja mm-hmm. equivalent on games right. if you've crossed certain levels on the game or if you've mm-hmm. run out of lives on a particular attempt at that game in order to create a natural pause in the game will serve a brand campaign to you similar to how you watch brand ca- campaigns while watching videos on youtube right hmm. so our yes. primary source of monetization is us working with brands fetching their advertisements and plugging them inside games of at opportune moments such that number one it creates a natural pause in the game and number two it allows us to generate revenue okay. the interesting part about our revenue is since all the users that are playing games on games of effectively are playing games games inside another third party app or website right you'd recall that we are a plug and play solution that sits inside somebody else's application right tomorrow let's say 
if your product your website was to add the gaming uh, button for for games up and if we make a thousand dollars from your users playing our games we give 50% of it back to you so whichever app or website adds games up not only do they get the benefit of added engagement because they've added fresh content but we take the onus of monetization of these games as well and share 50% of the revenue back to the host platform since we are operating in the b2b domain it becomes imperative for us avni to keep yes. our distribution partners interested some distribution partners would be very happy if we just drive engagement for them some well not so especially in times like these where everybody is revenue hungry i think the games of proposition makes a lot more sense to people because in addition to engagement we are also able to drive a new stream of revenue for them we take care of the monetization and we split the money with anybody who's hosting our games got it got it i have to ask you this gorav two brothers as business partners how does that work any challenges what's it like well i i would say that it's been a very happy journey because uh, well we we have known each other for a very long time right so uh, that helps and uh, and and more than that i think look uh, very early in the journey we realized that uh, yashash and i have the same objective we have to right. make this a very large profitable company uh, it helps that um, we grew up hearing similar conversations all our lives uh, when we were you know like either tra- traveling as a family or uh, because we come from a business family when business was being discussed around us so i think it's really helped us in growing as individuals uh, in many ways it's brought us closer to one another because we realized that well ultimately this is where the buck stops and it's yeah. between the two of us that we have to you know face the storms together um right. i would say that what's been a big blessing is that his perspective about business and my perspective about business has always aligned so we never wanted to get into the race to raise the most amounts of money no we we've always wanted to be the most profitable company or we've always wanted to be the company that has the thickest ebitda margin and i'm happy to tell you that 6 years since we've been operating and for five and a half of these 6 years we've been profitable uh, we've been adding money to our bank not burning investor cash that does take a lot of load off the founder's shoulders if you are able to reach profitability early in your journey because then you can focus on growth in a more meaningful way versus spending you know 120 rupees to earn 100 rupees or sometimes spending 500 rupees to earn 100 rupees it's not a business like that yeah uh, so i think that's been helpful and uh, working with my brother has been uh, i would say the most rewarding part of uh, doing games of Absolutely. So uh, then, Agarwal, my next question would be in terms of you already said that uh, you know you are profitable at this point. Uh, so what about you know? Do you would you require in regard to the expansion plans that you have? Where do you see GameStop uh, going forward, and would you need more funds for what you have in mind? That's a great question, and there are two things that we've clearly charted out for ourselves. Number one, now if you think of where GameStop is today, we have a network of about seven thousand distribution partners. these could be apps or websites that have basically added games ops game center onto their product now we started with games but we've expanded beyond the realm of games so just like we have our company has games op for games we have a product called quiz op which is for quizzes we have a product called astros op which is for tarot card reading at this point in time and we are also dabbling with the idea of more zop products each one a content vertical in itself 
that could power be it games quiz astrology short videos memes you name it we should be able to power content within any application or website that's looking for a particular content vertical so the idea is really to create a suite of these zop products that right. are in themselves content verticals and that help any product increase engagement revenue model i've explained to you right that anybody that's ad- that's adding games up they they usually see an uplift in revenue there are tons of products that work with us on this model uh, we power gaming on amazon we power gaming on paytm we power gaming on tata play binge and there are like i said about 7000 different products so one of the ideas that came from our network of distribution partners is that we should foray into other content verticals hence the idea of these zop products so that's definitely an expansion area for us the other thing okay. that we want to do is we want to expand geographically uh, not just stay limited to asia or more specifically the indian subcontinent but since the model makes sense and there are apps and websites around the world that want to add more content and grow revenue the second area of expansion for us would be geographically and for both of these it's not like we need crazy amounts of capital we have enough mm-hmm. capital on our balance sheet and we are happy to fund these expansion plans using our own capital so then any any ipo plans at all uh, as yet it's something that uh, that we think about a lot because we've been profitable and we've been doubling our revenues uh, we've been doubling our revenues every year uh, this may not be a great time for an ipo but i think um when the climate is slightly better it's it's not an idea that we haven't uh, flirted with uh, maybe sometime right. in 2025 or 2026 is when uh, we will have more capital more of a track record to show for that this company has been profitable for 6 7 years i think the public markets are brutal right um, uh, venture capitalists are still kind to investors sometimes they like uh, to to entrepreneurs sometimes they find an entrepreneur very hard working and they may decide to invest public markets don't care about those things they need a track record of profitability yes, so because absolutely. our company is 6 7 years old maybe we need to get two three more uh, years under our belt and, and and hopefully we should be ripe by then to uh, to hit the public markets absolutely gorav uh, with that uh, thank you so much for joining us on the show and taking the time out and all the very best to you thank you thank you so much 